The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is a New Black Podcast. We are your hosts. He is Zim Hude. I am A. Zim, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Hello, world. <laughs> Y'all ready to go to Arizona? Who's been to Arizona before? I've never been to Arizona, bro. <laughs> Yeah, thirsty. Yeah, thirsty. Hey, I'm just me and Ace coming off a of real good spaces, good chat. I love talking with the Bengals community. If y'all don't get a chance, like man, make sure y'all go on Twitter. First, follow Midwest Best Barbecue. I'm gonna start it off like that. We're gonna talk about Midwest, I'm sure, later in the show. But follow New Stripe City on Twitter and follow Zim Hude on Twitter as well. You want updates on free agency, live stuff, alerts on your phone, make sure you follow that on Twitter. And the Twitter spaces is phenomenal. Good talk yes. with like my like good conversation, not arguments. Great conversation about your favorite football team. No, that's facts. Like Zim is saying, follow him at Zim Hude. Follow me at New Stripe City on Twitter. We love interacting with you guys on there. It's really just like a big kind of open discussion, open forum. If you're not familiar with what Twitter Spaces is, that's what it is. Everybody kind of gets to talk. You have a speaker. You have people that get to talk. You have a host. So definitely be sure to check that out. We had a healthy conversation today in there. Um, We're here to talk about free agency. You guys haven't seen us since this past Sunday when Zim did the the Zim Tobin moves um, and I did the the Ace Tobin moves. Uh, Now we got real moves. So before we get into all of them, I'm just going to do a quick run through of the the guys that we've signed here. Right. So uh, today, the latest signing as we record this at 721 is Eli Apple. Um, Lyle Collins is in town visiting with the Bengals. He's supposed to go out to dinner with Joe Burrow. What? Bengals brass. He going out to eat with them? He going out to eat with them tonight. It's It's a wrap. I I just thought he was coming in there. Look, 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 look. I got the doctor. We're going to get the medical straight. Je- hey, I already done hit Jeff Ruby last week. It's a done deal. So, hey, look, you could cross that. That's a signing. It's done. As long as it, if he, I told him medium well. If, if he wants medium a medium well. well. Yeah, if it's, it's got to be medium well. Facts, because be the rest of the AFC North is well done. I'm cooking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> facts, facts. So then uh, we started off free agency with a boom. Alex Kappa. Four years, $40 million there. Um, the Hayden Hurst deal, the terms came out. It's a one-year deal for $3.5 million, so not big money for Hayden Hurst after 
uh, CJ Uzama leaves for I think an average of eight million a year. That is, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Shout out to to CJ because it's, it's all love. But there is not a five million dollar a year difference between those two guys. Um, the other guy we got is Ted Harris from the New England Patriots, three year deal worth over uh, eighteen million. They re-signed BJ Hill. They re-signed Brandon Allen today. They re-signed Michael Thomas. Both of them, the wide receiver and the safety. Josh Tupau has been re-signed. The terms haven't been disclosed yet. And Clark Harris. So with that being said, Zim, Woo. what are your thoughts on, like, the free agency hall so far? And where do you see them moving forward? Because we kind of, like, we talked in the spaces. And I think me and you both were on the Get Lyle Collins and J.C. Treader train. Like, me and you were heavy on that. Um, we also kind of talked about some cornerbacks too, but as we were doing that spaces, Eli Apple signs. So, like, where what are your thoughts on free agency so far? Um, just a recap of the guys that they brought, and maybe just a tidbit about each player. And then, where do you want them to go in this second wave? I guess of free agency. Man, great questions. Uh, 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 we can you feel free to interject. Uh, Brandon Allen, I, I talked about that before. I don't know why I started with him. Talked about oh, yeah, that Jerron Reed is also visiting the Bengals. Um, we heard that tonight as well, too. Who, oh, Jerron Reed, the three tech, he's in town tonight as well. Okay, according to I think, according to uh, Malik, the he's he's in town tonight as well. Great, great follow as well. Make sure y'all follow Malik on there. Um, what's uh, I don't I forgot his name on it, but Malik Wright report. Um, also right report, yeah. right report, good follow. Uh, let me uh, <laughs> uh what I was gonna say, uh, Brandon Allen. I, I, I'm thinking I, I have a philosophy going into the draft. You should always be looking to upgrade the quarterback position. That's just one of my weird courts in a way because I just formulate a lot of stuff that I think from the Patriots. I think the Patriots would never stop looking for Jacoby Brissett, never stop looking for a Tom Brady to replace Drew Bledsoe, whatever. But that's one of my things. I don't want them to settle for Brandon Allen. I want them to go to the draft, and if a guy falls, be looking. It doesn't mean you have to sign it, but that's just one of my weird quirks that I just feel like quarterbacks are assets. But I do like them solidifying the position. Kudos to them. Michael Thomas deal is pretty good, all those different things like that. The Eli Apple deal, I, I would have liked Casey Hayward was the guy that I was targeting when we got and we got to day three, four. This actually really only day two of the actual free agency period or whatever. But um that's who I wanted. I wanted Casey Hayward. I thought he was really good at cover three. I thought his his contract is not much different than Eli Apple's. It's about 5.5, I believe. Eli Apple got a one-year four mil. I think it's probably when the terms come out, it's probably be all guaranteed. But if that's the guy that rotates in with potentially a guy that you draft first round, I think when we were in the season – I kept on saying, man, bro, the first pick going to be a corner. But then when you get to pick 31, I never thought we'd go to Super Bowl. So things yeah. change a little bit, like, you know, the, the talent pool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So one of the concepts we just talked about on the spaces were, for me, I think any of the money, like Hayden Hurst, we could talk about that. I think that it's almost – I feel like it's a slight upgrade if that if, if I'm playing Madden, CJ Uzama's a 71, Hayden Hurst is a 72. You know, like if I'm playing Madden, right? I thought that they probably would wait. And the only reason why I would want them to wait is because one of the concepts that I came up with that I thought would be a perfect fit is JC Treader. 
if they if they go and stack these uh, contracts up the way that they've been doing these contracts, front loaded contracts, two three year deals where you get out of the first year if you have to, if it works out, it works out. Restructure later, however, however they have them set up right now, it is giving us a lot of cap space. I think J.C. Treader would blow the doors off the league as far as our front five. Now, we just came from a spaces. Shout out to my guy, Johnny. Shout out to a lot of people that have given us other information that suggests that maybe he might not be all in, and that's part of the reason why they let him go. He wasn't practicing the whole year. But from a performance standpoint, he's really freaking good. So I really like um, him, and I hope that they still do that because I've been very adamant. I like to kind of tone it down when I come on the show a little bit, but I've been super pumped at the idea and the concept a J.C. Shredder at left guard, and then you come in with this line. I mean, I'm sorry, J.C. Shredder at center, move Karras to left guard. If you do that, I promise you the rest of the stuff will take care of itself. That That's just my belief. If you block for Joe Burrow, any holes that you think that you have, we'll be playing with 10-point, 12-point leads every single week. And I think that the defensive end, with Joseph Osides of the world, will be able to pin their ears and just go get them. I just think that we'll play from a lead and you'll walk into the one seat. That's that's what I would do is just take care of the offensive line. And people that have been watching us for a while, I started Team Chase, uh, Paday Sewell. I think one crazy concept that's come up, uh, that's come to fruition now is now I'm back on Team Sewell in the sense of I want to block. You know, like I, I mean, I'm enamored with the thought of that front five. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think there's nothing that you could do. I don't care. We just came from the business. I don't care what anybody comes at with a, from a pass rushing standpoint. I can put right. every single one of those guys on the island. That that that's my focus. I think Lyle Collins. You just told me that he's going out to eat with Joe Burrow. It's a wrap. Anybody yeah. sit in a room. If you sit in a room with Joe. It's a wrap. The medicals come out. Uh, whatever. It's a wrap. So we got that under control. I'm not mad at the idea of my boy Spain battling out with Carmen if it comes to that. But if you come with that front five, not only will Joe Burrow never be touched, which everybody's always been going on, Team Sewell was formulated on the concept that you don't want Joe Burrow to get hurt or touched or anything like that. I'm here to tell you, we will clap for Lyle Collins, but you give me Shredder, Sewell is reunited. I'm reinvigorated from the great, from the great, like I'm, I'm out of my body. If you get a, a starting, that's the best offensive line in football, bro. Like, I'm not talking to North, no, football. You'll play with a lead. If you feel like you need to address some holes, a tight end, whatever, corner, three tech, we'll fix that later. I promise you, and it's a Super Bowl. That's that's just how I want to start the show. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think it's a, a happy medium because you were able to get Chase and you were able to potentially fix this complete offensive line. So I think, like, at the end of the day, that's the best-case scenario for it all. Like, you kind of get the best of both worlds from that aspect. For me, like, some of the key signings that I really like um, through this, obviously bringing B.J. Hill back, I felt like he was a guy that we needed to target, and especially with, you know, Larry getting paid. Congrats to him. Shout-out to to the Ogunjobi fam and all of them. Um, congrats on getting paid. But I think that that was the biggest one for me because, as we talked about, three-tech was important. B.J. Hill – was a steal. You turned Billy Price. I think you said this earlier as them in the week. You turned Billy Price into that that trade 
into B.J. Hill. And that was, I think, a key factor as well. I love the, the re-signing of Eli Apple on a one-year deal for $4 million. I mean, that brings him right back. So you're not pigeonholed into picking a specific position. I really like the Hayden Hurst thing because once a lot of the tight ends started flying off of the board, I wasn't familiar that Hayden Hurst was really even available. And I went to the free agent like list online and I was looking and I was like, hold on, like Hayden Hurst is a, is a free agent. It threw me off because, because he was. You see Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams. But keep on um, going. Devontae Adams is, is part of a trade to the Raiders. You guys just breaking news on the is, live show. That is crazy. But, you know, for me, for Hayden Hurst, the thing that he represents is I did AFC North talk. And I remember when Hayden Hurst was traded. Right. And he was really a first round talent that they had. And uh, Mark Andrews was one of the reasons that they couldn't use him. And then they also had Nick Boyle as well. And because of that. Um, <laughs> Moo! Hey, Moo, what's up? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Moo. But, yeah, we'll continue. It's the offseason anyway. Um, one thing was that Nick, uh, they had Nick Boyle and they wanted to get him in there. And so they ended up trading him for I believe like a second round pick to Atlanta the year that he went to Atlanta he actually had a really good season had about five to six hundred yards six touchdowns and then they draft my guy Kyle Pitts right this guy that I talked about once in a generation kind of weapon they couldn't pass on him um and so it essentially he became a tight end too but he's really a first round talent when you when you really say when it's all said and done and so to get him on a one-year deal for three and a half million is amazing. The only thing I was worried about was the fact that he didn't have, or he was a little older, and that was what was kind of throwing my mind when I looked and saw he was 28. I was like, "How is this dude 28? He just got drafted, you know, in the same draft class as Lamar Jackson, but he was older." Um, but you know, I think that he's going to be a great weapon for this offense. I think he can do a lot in the actual passing game as far as receiving and stuff like that. Um, I think that this will be one of the ones that we look back on very similar to Cheeto, I think, where it's like one of those under the radar ones. But I think that he's going to really pay off, especially um, at that price. But I still think you still go into the draft. You can still get another tight end to pair with him. And so I don't think that that keeps you from drafting a tight end. But I think that it doesn't pigeonhole you into needing one there. So Hayden Hurst, I love that pick. Obviously, the offensive alignment, I think the Bengals set the biggest statement ever on the first day. I don't think I've ever seen them, Zim, on the very first day at the start of free agency have, like, the first signing. Like, it was it was Kappa off the rip. I can't hear you, Zim. I don't know. There, there, I think you might have hit the mute button or something on your mic. Oh, there you I'm go. back. Uh, yeah, I, I think they had to. When you, when you look at um, – you know, like, what is the Achilles heel, I think, of the Bengals? You know, like, is, is nothing – last last year we, we kind of were upset at the end where, like, you're like, man, go get another veteran interior guard guy or something like that just to solidify the position, and they didn't do it. And I think if you just watch Joe Burrow, and I say this amongst Bengals fans all the time, uh, you know, like, Joe Burrow does not, like – pressure right in his face because he can't manipulate like how he wants to in the pocket and I just think that they're just like yeah we can't leave that the chance I know that the Bengals we normally don't play guards but we're gonna do it smart we're gonna do front 
front-loaded deals. We're going to make sure that it's not a hard cap hit. If it doesn't work out this year, we'll go back to our original philosophy. So there are lots of outs uh, in the contracts and different things like that. So I applaud them for the finances on a lot of those deals. But even more happy with, like you're saying, the assertiveness to say, this is our biggest weakness. We can't leave it to chance. Let's take care of that first. If some of these guys that we want don't work out, we're okay. We're waiting. Let everybody fall to us. Lyle Collins, ha-ha, Cowboys, you thought you could get a pick off of us. Uh-uh, Spencinati, I got a check for you right now, and we're going to do this the right way. You're not getting nothing above of us, no picks, none of that. We know exactly what you're talking about. So there's a lot of people, including myself, that was like, throw him a six. Uh, yeah. Baker, Baker going to the commanders. Is that a, is that real? Oh man, I, I don't know, but like, but, like you but, said, there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. Uh, um, people, let, let's 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 talk about Devonte Adams real quick. I'm gonna pivot okay. real quick. The reason why Devonte Adams, I think, is big because that's the number one foot, uh, wide receiver in football, twenty eight point five per year. Right? That actually is pretty darn good for good what for I. Him. For, but th- I think that's good for us in the sense that people bringing up Jamar Chase, that's not an option. That, that, that doesn't happen right now. That, that We're years away from that. We're two years away from even entertaining a new contract from Jamar Chase. He's off his rookie deal. So don't let's not worry about that. The real person is T. Higgins. Uh, uh, Williams, uh, that I, Mike Williams, who I don't believe in still, they gave him 22 per. That's mm-hmm. the person. Devontae's at 28. So T. Higgins' agent has to believe he's somewhere in between 24, 25. If the Bengals can figure out a way to do that, Burrow, then pivot back a year later or so and do the Jamar Chase deal, I think that's what we got to, you know, we got to figure out. But that's how Devontae Adams uh, affects, I think, what, us. What do you think, like, just pivoting? Because we, we talk about Bengals, but we could talk about it all because me and you, we watch it. You know a lot of the different teams around the league. What do you think, like Aaron Rodgers is thinking right now? Like they said that this was in works for days. He committed to that team, and now they're moving away from his number one receiver. Like, what? What does I don't know? What are you thinking? His thoughts are? Do you think he knew that that was coming? You think he feels blindsided? You think he's cool with it? Like, what are your thoughts just on that? I feel like Aaron Rodgers did one of the Cardinal sins, and that's talk about other people's money that are on your team, and that was the first strike. And so when you do that, you lose loyalty to, like, your partners and your and, and your friends that are on your team. So at that point, I think Devontae Adams is like, yeah, I know this dude don't got my back. So right. Aaron Rodgers has dug his own grave. You know, Baker Mayfield is probably – the or Faker Mayfield is probably the biggest coochie on earth. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is up there. He's up there – if Aaron Rodgers' coochie level is here, Baker's probably like here. I don't know. They're, they're almost neck and neck. So behind the scenes, they're not nice people, I don't think. Like that, just from mm-hmm. people that I know, from the interviews and different things like that, I don't right. feel any type of way for Rodgers. I feel like Rodgers – I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. I was going to say <laughs> I feel like he stole an MVP from Joe. But if you really look at the numbers, I come on and show a lot. I feel like he was handed that MVP. If you look at like what Joe did this past season, taking 70 sacks and then outperforming Aaron Rodgers in all those those categories, yards per mm-hmm. throw, uh, completion percentage, quarterback rating nearly the same. Goes to the playoffs, 10 points, goes out, dink and dunk with, with the best wide receiver in football. 
I really feel like Joe Burrow, that was his MVP draw. I feel like Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of credit for a lot of stuff that he hasn't really accomplished. Joe Burrow, on his first full season, just went to a Super Bowl. Period. And, and, and but but it, it but but on, on on top of that, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers now is probably in a situation like if you're there, like you know, they just reworked. That's his guy, Randall Cobb, right? What you gonna do with Randall Cobb? Uh, I think that the he's at a bad position to me. You just lost the best wide receiver in football. Can they make that two people now? I just saw Allen Robinson go to the Rams. You saw that? Yep, I saw that as well. Run it back. Run it back. Tell them we won it. Tell them we won it. Because all I hear about is is OBJ got hurt and we would have I dare you. I dare you to come. I dare you to come to Arizona. I'm gonna put that on the shirt. But the one thing that that you will see from throughout this free agency process is so many teams in the AFC like going for it. And you gotta like look at it as they're doing all of this for the Bengals, right? Like we were the AFC champion. These teams are essentially trying to get all of these pass rushers, edge rushers, and all of that to kind of keep up with the Bengals, right? The Broncos went out and got Russell Wilson. There's all of these moves happening. Khalil Mack, like there's a lot of stuff happening in the AFC, and I think that is because people know once we get this line, just like uh, my man Michael Irvin said, the league is about to be scared because we got to the Super Bowl without that offensive line. So, you know, our team – from my from, from my vantage point, with, with what they've done so far, if they go out and get Lyle Collins and all of that, all we really have to do is fix the line, right? A lot of the guys we we're able to bring back, B.J. Hills and, and, and stuff like that, and I think that we're going to do well in the draft. We didn't get any comp picks, which is cool, but I think that this team, Duke Tobin and company, Zach Taylor and company, they know what to do when it comes to putting this team back together. Um, and and I think that they're doing a great job of doing that. I, I can't say that anybody that's really left, in my opinion, can't speak for who that nation, but in my opinion, we're really a huge loss. Like, I don't see, like, where we've lost somebody where it's like, I just can't imagine how we're going to replace this person. That has not happened yet. But moving forward, just shifting gears I feel, to I, that. Don't you that feel like Uzama, me and you talked about this. I feel like I love Uzama to death. I love what yeah, he brings I love to the locker room. hurt. It was not a huge loss to me. I will go on record. It was not, <laughs> a, it was not a huge loss to me. There's not that much of a difference right. between CJ and, and Hayden Hurst, in my opinion. Like, And that's – you have to remember, Hayden Hurst was a first-round pick. Not to, you know, talk down on CJ. But CJ was not a first-round pick. So, like, for me – Congrats to him. I'm glad he got his back. I'm always, I'm glad everybody that got their back. Pro bag. Pro bag. Um, <laughs> deserve that. But I'm not going to act like it's, you know, Jamar Chase just left the Bengals or something like right. that. Like for me, for me, the most important players are still here. And I think that some of the guys that they rebound on, such as a BJ Hill with Ogan Joe, we, we knew that we had to keep at least one of those guys, right? And we got BJ Hill back. Uh, we knew we couldn't let both of those guys leave. So in right. my opinion, especially with them bringing Eli Apple back, all of the concerns in my head are really filled. If they, if they, if we get Collins, oh man, like, bro, I'm good. Like we're, we're pretty much in a good position, but moving forward. I feel like the Bengals still got drafted. They still got drafted tight end though. What exactly? I agree with you on that. Who, what are some of the free agents that are out there or positions just in general that you want to see them go after in this second wave? Tratter. <laughs> Tratter, 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 and Tratter. Yeah. It's like, nah, uh, 
Akeem Hicks will be good. Uh, the kid you just said, Deron Reed, I believe. I think that's a good – like, people might harp on Ogan Joby a little bit. And I and I really and I really mess with Ogan Joby as well. Mm-hmm. I think the, the difference when you pick between the two is Ogan Joby, even early in the year, I remember him getting through a lot and, mm-hmm. and blowing up plays but and missing the tackles. I think throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire year, he missed like 13 tackles. So if you're getting home and not completing it, you know, that loses some value to me. But Ogan Joby, when he's on, he's on. Next to a reader, I, I really would like them to do like a slam dunk craziness. Uh, I've told a lot of people about – I've talked about Akeem Hicks, and I've also talked about Fletcher Cox. I feel like when we talk about Geno and then we talk about Aaron Donald, people forget about Fletcher Cox was in between in that, you know, that three-sack, like that mania that's, that's now sweeping the NFL. I talked about that earlier too. I feel like interior pressure is the new pressure. Like teams are finding out that three techs are ruining game plans and these edge rushers, the market is slowly starting to dwindle down a little bit, but Akeem Hicks would be a guy. I told you how I really, I really wanted Casey Hayward. If money was no issue, someone like Cordell Patterson, I think would help us in two different ways. You have a speed threat over the top type of guy. We're going to be looking for a mid-round guy, right? I think the Bengals would be picking the money situation over potentially Cordell Patterson getting $8 million or something crazy like that. I don't think it's that crazy if you structure the, the contract properly on a two-year deal for him. But he saw two different things about kick return and punt returns or whatever when Duke uh, Tobin or, I mean, I'm sorry, Darren Simmons said he wanted the fear of God to be in other teams on a returner. That's Cordell Patterson. And then he also is an upgrade at the running back position, and he gives you wide receiver abilities. Part of the reason why I want Treader, and somebody brought this up in the spaces, Joe Burrow wants to play straight spread every single time. In the NFL, it's always conventional wisdom that you can't do that. You know when you could do that? When you have all five of your linemen at an elite level, like we're, we're about to walk into if you ran into a Treader. And then if you did that, then I'd be all in on this concept of just you don't even care about tight end as much, except when you get into like your goal line packages and it really is time to block. I really think they should spread teams out and do what Joe Burrow wants to do best, and that's cook. And so a lot of what I want from free agency is starting to dwindle down and head to the draft. You just came from the Super Bowl, so it's not like I'm looking for impact. I'm not looking for 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 roster fillers anymore. Brandon Allen's of the world. Uh, Hayden Hurst's of the world, Eli Apple's of the world. That's how you start to fill it in from free agency. You go, you always buy your knees and then you draft the talent. So I'm almost at that point where I'm like, bro, if it's not Treader, like who's going to give me impact? In the comments, please feel free. Comment after the show. Make sure y'all come on here. Comment like crazy. Name all the guys that you guys want. Y'all can name them while we're live on the show. Tell me who the heck do y'all think is going to come in this building and make impact? Because there's not starting positions available. It's only cornerback two. Now that Eli's going to be battling with that guy, that's one of your spots. And then a three tech. Right. Everybody, no, everybody else you. is starting on defense. Like, what are you? What are you trying to sign now? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, another note here from Albert Breer says that the Bengals, since they like to call us cheap, they're flying Lyle Collins into Cincinnati tonight and have a day of meeting set up for him tomorrow. These visits went well for them last year, so Collins signing tomorrow wouldn't be a surprise. Frank Pollock, the LSU connections are already there. 
have not heard anything about any other teams uh, being there. There were other teams interested, but I think that the Bengals are jumping on this right now. Uh, but like hey, you know, said, you you know what will make the world just shatter? What if they what if they went and got Zadarius? Ooh, if they went and got Zadarius, <laughs> like Zadarius would be crazy for me. Tell people the story well, about like, Zadarius. So like on what happened? He ended up um, agreeing to terms verbally. I don't know. I think it must have been verbally. There was a verbal agreement with the Ravens um, where he was going to go and sign there. Later in the day, the Von Miller deal happens. That's insane with a load of money uh, from the Bills where he's getting, I believe it was like 17 and a half million. Zadarius, I believe his contract, I don't have the exact numbers, but it was not 17 and a half million. It was like 10 million a year or something like that. Um, so today um, it comes time for him to come and sign the contract in Baltimore. He refuses to sign the contract, meaning that he is no longer at this moment a Baltimore Raven. That deal has never happened. He did not sign a dotted line. Therefore, he is a free agent and feels like yesterday's price is not today's price and is but, looking for that from somewhere. Bro, the, the caveat to Treader, if you're watching this and you don't know who J.C. Treader is, we're taking him from the Browns. I mean, they released him. So released technically – Technically, one of, the right. top, one of the top centers in football. Essentially. But but come on, say say we go get a Browns dude, like that's a killer, like game over. You know, y'all in shambles anyway. Baker acts to get traded. You're just you're just the Browns. And then, but but this is Darius Smith one is crazy to me because literally every Ravens person I know, like if you're on Duke Tobin Donos mode or whatever, like. If you cooked up the Infinity Stones to go pull that one off, do you know, like, I don't think the Ravens would even watch football this year, bro. Like, do, do you know how excited they were for him and Marcus Williams? Like, people that I follow, I follow a couple they, of Ravens. They also they, saying that they wanted Lyle Collins and him. And I was like. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they got, and they got old, old, ass, old man Moses <laughs> instead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. They did end up signing, I believe, Michael Pierce, something like that today. He got cut from, he's from solid. the Vikings. I think he's a defensive tackle, pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, no, he's, he's solid. Um, had some injuries, I think, last year or some kind of opt-out with his asthma or something like that last year. Um, didn't asthma? Down. Yeah, it was something like asthma. Like, I looked it up because I was thinking about us potentially getting him just because – Cap uh, no. He's really more of a no. Oh no, nah, bro! I can't. I look if if bro want me to pull up with an asthma puppet on Sundays, like it's not happening, bro. You too old to be having asthma, bro. You gotta grow out of that. Um, <laughs> uh, but the other thing somebody's asking is, what would it take to sign Fletcher Cox? I think that's an interesting one, right? Because you know, to go from Joey B making that impression on him early on. You got to wonder if there's any kind of interest there. I don't know what kind of deal he's looking for. I don't know what the market really is for him at this point. There's still some weird things going on with the market, by the way, as we sit here on a, on a Thursday recording this, like things like the wide receiver market have kind of really went down. Uh, the right tackle market as of now, like Teron Armstead still hasn't signed because we don't know about what's going on, where Deshaun Watson is going, whether it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons, or the New Orleans Saints, there's still some stuff there, but it's really kind of slowed down already. So it, we're kind of in this space where you don't really know what the market is. We just watched the market go from a Hayden Hurst level tight end a few days ago being seven, eight million per year to three and a half million 
a year today. So that's going to change and things are going to change. And next week is going to be crazy. Uh, but one, one, one other position. Is I want to ask you. I want. I, I want to ask you a question. One thing that I'm I'm waiting for too is the the cap casualties. We talked about them. A lot of them happened this week. Uh, one that I really wanted to happen isn't going to happen with uh, Bradley Roby. He ended up like redoing his whole deal essentially with the Broncos. But James Bradbury is one to keep an eye on. Like he's still out there. He could be a guy that they cut, and the Bengals could potentially pick him up next week. For probably pennies on the dollar, but go ahead, Zim. I was going to ask you: Are there any corners that you think that are left in free agency that you would take? And, and I tell right you now, no cap casualties. Like if they do right. do Bradbury or something, and I think somebody talked about Dante Jackson. I don't know if he's already out there. Maybe something like that, but not something where I'm spending more than I just spent on Eli Apple. Right? Like it's going to be. A one-year deal, probably low guarantees, like you know, the same kind of essentially the same kind of deal that I just signed him for would but be what, something that I would be looking at. But say Dante Jackson takes a little bit less, because I think Dante Jackson in my mind and what I've read from market value, and we did the uh the wish call it does. It's much higher than that, is what you're it, saying. I, I think it would let but I think it's like eight, nine million or something like that. What if I told you uh, we might miss out on a lot of other stuff, but we we go to the corner, we go get Dante Jackson, right? And the, and and we go get a three tech, the dude that's in the building right now, right? We go get a three tech. Do we have Lyle already? We have Lyle. We got Lyle. We got Lyle. Okay. We we are we we've already we just walked out of Jeff Ruby's. It's 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 a done deal. So we we got that deal, and then I got Don I got Dante Jackson there, but you can't really do anything else. Is that a successful right. free agency with, for you? Or do you think that you will go another route and just you, you know, know what route I'm going? <laughs> hey, Dante Jackson could get punted out of PBS and all of that for for JC Treader. Like right. if it's Treader, I think I'm taking that. I, from my understanding, when I I have to probably look at who else is out there. I know that I was still keeping an eye on Norwell. He ended up signing with the Washington Commanders. Uh, earlier today, I don't think that there's really anybody Bro, else really out who, there besides Treader. They're going to sign some guys, there. and of course, Spain. You got Spain that could come back too. Well, um, I, I think to me, it. I think they're they're hundred percent waiting to see the draft because say they go to pick thirty one and you go get Zion or something like Zion sitting there. Zion I, or or Booth Booth might be sitting there now that he's not working out of this pro day. But I'm saying this is the work. This is why you don't sign Spain right now is because you you got to see where you come out in the draft. There there are legit guards this time. If they don't go that route that they did last time, like now unless like a Trevor Penning, somebody that's supposed to go like top 15, top 20, falls to you or something like that. Right. If they just take a a, a lights out, you know, he needs some work. He 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 could battle, take Zion, then you you come out the draft, you don't come back with Spain. You oh, just get- So people are saying that Joe Burrow Asked for the Bengals to go bring uh, Brandon Allen back. Apparently, is what people are saying in the comments. I've I've heard that from Paul Dana. And the other day, I made a tweet, and this would prompted me to be like, "Man, I hate when people say, man, he feels good.' But uh, now, I love when people give me another train of thought because my concept is just get better at the position. Say Joe Burrow goes down or anything like that, you got a guy that you don't feel like the season is over with. Joe Burrow go down right now with Brandon Allen. You feel like the season's over. But somebody pointed out to me 
that a lot like or uh, Dan Orlovsky or like a lot of these guys that at, were like a point in their career where you know that they were really good at talking to your starting quarterback and be able to coach him through different things that he sees. A lot of these guys, like even um, Trent Dilfer, uh, what's another guy that, that's on TV right now? I forgot. Oh, it's uh, Hasselback. All these guys like later in their career or like even midway in their, to- in their career when they're not thought to be like, you know, really good options. They're really good quarterback whispers and they end up leaving the league and going into coaching. And I was told too that Brandon Allen talks directly to Joe and tells him what he sees and he feels really comfortable with the information that Brandon Allen gives him. So that's another aspect of Brandon Allen that I didn't factor into because I'm really just looking at the talent. From a talent standpoint, Joe Burrow go down, Brandon Allen, season's over. Fact. Season over, unless you just throwing bubbles, I'm not, throwing yeah, I'm bubbles crazy like, to, to Jamar all if day. It, if it is that, you could, you definitely got to have like a young guy that you bring in, and I completely agree with you on that, Zim. Like it's it's almost it's, and as much as we love uh, Kevin Huber for coming onto the pod and stuff like that, there's certain positions like punter, I think, you know, backup quarterback that you got to have um, no matter, you know, what those relationships might be. Like you said, if Joe Burrow goes down, nobody is believing that Brandon Allen is. I mean, we've seen that already, right? Have we not seen what Brandon Allen can kind of do? We we kind of saw that. Like, he's a good backup, but, you know, that's going to push you in a position to where you have to keep three quarterbacks, which is fine if you want to keep one of his friends. But that third quarterback has got to be a guy that really um, you can kind of bring in out of that A.J. McCarron mode where you know that you can bring him in and trust that this dude can win games for you. And in this quarterback class, you might not have that because there's a lot of top guys, guys at the top that probably aren't strong. So maybe the Bengals looked at this draft class and were like, yeah, we're probably not going to find any of those guys in this draft. Let's bring Brandon Allen back. I could see that just because when you look at this draft, it there's a lot of guys at the top that might not even be ready to start day one. So that could have played a factor in it as well. So we'll have to see. But I completely agree with you. Like, you got to have a very good backup quarterback to the point where you know if that guy comes in that he's going to win games. But, Zim, let me let me play devil's advocate here. I, I, real quick. I, I, I would I, I, never real, do this. No, I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. Uh, real quick. What, hold if on, real was, quick. what if it was Andy Dalton? <laughs> what, if, what if it was Andy Dalton that you had to bring back – as a backup mm-hmm. quarterback, uh-uh. I would never do and that. Andy Dalton went on the way to going to Arizona. Andy Dalton would put some type of messed up stuff in Joe Burrow's drink because he couldn't take the fact <laughs> that he's about to go win a Super Bowl and none of us really like Andy anymore at that point. Like, I just think that he'll never get over the fact that quarterbacks are confident people by nature. You know, I think in his mind, Andy Dalton's probably watching the games right now saying, yeah, if I had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, yeah, I'd have gone to the Super Bowl too. Like, that's probably how he's thinking, which is not right. true. But, right. you know, like, I don't trust that dude. No, he will put something in Joe Burrow's sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, 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 I do want to say this. J- Devontae Adams, everybody in the comments came on about Devontae Adams got traded. We understand. We talked about that about 20 minutes ago. Yes, Devontae Adams got traded. How it affects the Bengals is the T. Higgins one. That that number has gone up a little bit because Mike Williams, I was looking at that $22 million, I was like, I don't think T going to be looking at it like that. The market is now set. 
he's right in between that. <laughs> he bought 26, 27. I mean, like by the time we get it next year, that the other one is now by the time Jamar Chase is up, that's like 35 mil a year. With with the cap going up, oh, that's 35 mil. And it sounds super, super crazy now. But I think in a couple of years it's still gonna but we're we're a ways away from that, so don't worry about it. I I don't really like talking about stuff that hasn't even happened yet, but he'll be about 35 mil. That's yeah. for sure. Do we have any other topics or anything that you want to oh, I, I, yeah, I think I think we pretty much wrapped it up for the most part. My I just want to say when I go to the draft, I mean I'm trying to just stack up. We lost, y'all gotta think we lost three corners where we got Eli back. I think they should double down the corner and just have like a battle royale. And I just think that it'll make it so that, you know, like maybe Eli doesn't start anymore or maybe he does. I don't know. But we solidified that position and I'm not looking to go corner and free agency anymore. Like I really I'm really not. I think them getting the Eli deal done for four mil is letting you know right there. Boom. You know, like you're you're good to go as Steve far as Nelson. Though I wouldn't mind. You know, I'm in the Steve Nelson hive. He is a really good corner, but only for the right amount. See, but I think if you would have did that, you would have just did Steve Nelson. No Apple. Come go to the draft. Go get. Go get. You got to still get. I want Trey Flowers back. How about that? Ain't nobody talking about that. The tight end killer, Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers back on like a really good deal. Yeah, I'm with that. Take Man, that what what he did the walk? I'm surprised he ain't off the board. I'm surprised. Like people that watch football, that really like what he did to Waller and Kelsey. I mean, you need that every single year. Like we we you need that. I I want Trey Flowers back. Like that's a big component of why we won the Chiefs game. Yes, yeah, Sersky. Well, Zam, before we get out of here, um, we mentioned Midwest Best Barbecue, our sponsor. Um, I think one thing that we could do possibly in the future is we might do some spaces sponsored by Midwest Best Barbecue. So be sure to pull up um, and pull up to their address, 669 Justice Court in Loveland, Ohio. They're going to have some good food there for you. Don't forget they got ice cream, too, as well. So. Um, if you're enjoying your spring break or whatever, please be sure to stop in there. We've got a lot of people who watch and listen to the show say that they've taken people to Midwest Best Barbecue. Check them out. They're in the natty. Um, and we're going to do some big things with them for sure in the future. So please be sure to check them out. And then also be sure to hit up ZimHooday.com. We still got the merch going. I know that a lot of y'all are trying to get you know your merch right. We still got some. I still got plenty of stuff. So you can reach out to me or Zim if you are looking for any of that merch on Twitter at New Stripe City at Zim Hude. I'm yeah. also on Instagram at Zim underscore Hude and at New Stripe City on IG. Please um, support that. us. Please yeah. support us. Like, listen, I know y'all like y'all want us to turn up, have more input on a lot of different things that you you know as a Bengals community. I think we're two of the. There's probably many that have this ability as well too. I feel like our influence. The Bengals watching us and all these different things. The more that we're able to do, the more that you support us, whether it be comments in the thread, whether subscribing, telling people, help us out. If you just do that at this lowest form, I promise you it will go the way the circle of life goes. I promise you it'll come back in your advantage because some of your voices, different thoughts that you have are all obtained from these shows. So if you support the show, it'll help us. If you're buying merch from Ace's New Star City or you're buying stuff from us, it helps us better the quality of our show too. 
because we don't really make enough like doing other stuff. So we need to make sure that we get as much as we can whenever we can by our Bengals community. Make sure you support us 100%. I promise you. <laughs> it, 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 look at the comments. People in the comments like, bro, I saw a couple people say, man, I got my merch today. Shipment comes fast. Ships right out of Cincinnati. 100%. We are for the people. So please make sure you support us. Facts. And of course, we got to end it with a yes. Sersky. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school.